0: Listener Production. US stocks spend the first day of a new month grinding higher. And Aussie shares expected to begin the week on the front foot ahead of Origin's takeover vote. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Monday, the 4th of December. Welcome to the ComSec Market Update.
1: Ryan, it was quite a constructive session for U.S. markets on Friday night. Nothing that you'd mention in letters home, but the Dow Jones up 0.8 of a percent, and we had the S&P 500 and Nasdaq up by around 0.6 of a percent. But what it feels like is that there is a grind higher and momentum building, and there are some very significant conversations going on where interest
0: rates are concerned. There are indeed, Tom. We heard from US Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell on Friday, and he vowed to move carefully on interest rates, describing the risks of going too far with tightening as more balanced with risks of not controlling inflation. So what we did here really was an initial pushback from Jerome Powell around expectations about rate cuts following Christopher Waller's comments on Thursday. But then the market interpreted Jerome Powell's comments as being quite dovish, the fact that he Really did emphasize the fact that the policy is well into restrictive territory, and that signaled that really interest rates have peaked. There'll be no more rate rises, and then the markets began pricing in rate cuts. When there is a tweak
1: in the discussion, uh, a slight change in the direction, the markets are paying attention, and that seems to have happened on Friday. That recognition of the balancing uh, between restrictive and still needing to um, do more. That was important.
0: Yeah, there were a couple of words. So carefully and well into restrictive territory. Previously we heard from Powell and he mentioned that policy is restrictive, but now it's obviously well into restrictive territory. So as you mentioned, subtle changes in language and on the back of that, we've now seen markets pricing in a sixty-six percent chance of a rate cut in March. And
1: part of the reason why we have seen stocks do as well as they have is that continued fall in long and short-term interest rates. And last week was another example of that. They moved lower in impressive terms, particularly where a two-year Treasury note was concerned. Ryan, it was down by 40 basis points to 4.55%. That is a very significant shunt lower. 10 years as impressive, um, not to the same extent, the 10-year down 26 points to 4.21%. When you have that type of
0: move, it really speaks volumes about the outlook for inflation. Well, certainly a dovish pivot after we got the latest inflation numbers in the United States, and that indicated that inflation has well and truly peaked, and we are seeing potentially the gradual decline and back of it and on the back of that, we have seen some strong outcomes on the US share market. The breadth of the gains has also been notable too. We have seen those cyclical shares, particularly the Dow Jones, perform quite strongly. It was up 295 points on Friday. And also for the week, it also put in a good performance up 2.4%. And it has broadly closed its highest level this year. Indeed. And I suppose... it. Uh, is accurate to say
1: there's a tide that's lifting most boats uh, in terms of the interest rate discussion. The S&P 500 last week rose by 0.8 of a percent. The Nasdaq up by around 0.4 of a percent. And obviously, when you have moves of that stripe when it comes to uh, interest rates, that spills over into a variety of other spheres. The U.S. dollar, for example, moderating uh, substantially, and that has been quite supportive where commodity prices are
0: concerned, particularly the yellow metal, Ryan. It's having its moment in the sun, isn't it? It is. So we did see gold futures up by 1.6% on Friday to 2089.70 U.S. dollars an ounce, and that's a record peak. So the last time we saw gold at these levels was back in 2020 at the peak of the pandemic Mm. crisis. And, of course, gold bulls have been focusing on Powell's comments that rates are well into restrictive territory.
1: Indeed. So when you have uh, interest rates falling, then a commodity like gold is a little more attractive. That drop in yields uh, means that the marginal dollar might be attracted by the luster of gold. One area that has been
0: immune to the declines of the U.S. dollar has been oil. Yes, and we saw a continuation around the narrative that the OPEC producers, which announced on Thursday they will remove around 2.2 million barrels per day of oil from the global market. We have seen continued investor scepticism about the depth of the OPEC plus supply cuts and concerns about sluggish global manufacturing activity after the latest ISM survey, Institute of Supply Management in the United States, showed a reading that was unchanged in October of 46.7 and that indicates a further contraction in activity in the United States. That wasn't helpful as far as oil prices
1: are concerned, but if um, I had a gun to my head, I would uh, tell you that the oil market is calling OPEC's bluff. They don't um, hold them at their word.
0: Well, that's exactly right, and it's all about the fact that we have seen the announcement of voluntary cuts. Mm. So the word voluntary is important it's- here, and what that means is that Traders are doubting that particularly the African countries will stick to these cuts.
1: One issue with OPEC, for people who aren't familiar with the uh, backstory, is that there's, from time to time, deep scepticism about the discipline, the extent to which the contributing parties agree on things, uh, the extent indeed to which uh, Saudi Arabia is is browbeating the rest of them, and that is probably being reflected in the way that oil prices fell by about
0: 2% last week, where Brent and NYMEX were concerned. Absolutely. But turning our attention just back to the US market quickly, Tom, what we did see as far as outcomes there on Friday was that we saw economically sensitive transports and small caps enjoying the most robust gains. That's important. But on the Dow Jones, Walgreens Boots Alliance, a pharmacy company, Nike and Salesforce rose between 3.2% and 4.3%, leading the Dow Jones to its highest close since January 2022. Also worth noting that Paramount Global soared 9.8% on reports the media company and Apple had started talks about bundling their streaming services at a discount, and we did see Warner Brothers Discovery pop 8.4%.
1: That would be quite a a powerful lineup, uh, Paramount and Apple. But um, just quickly back to your comment about the transport. So market analysts, when they look at the performance of the market, when they see the transports improving, that is quite encouraging because that's very much a reflection of what is happening at a grassroots level in the economy. So that's why you often hear uh, transports invoked as a measure of durability or the opposite in terms of what's happening in the market.
0: Yeah, it's a good barometer as far as the US economy is concerned. Indeed. So today, job ads numbers, how much weight do you attach to these figures? Well, certainly what we are expecting to see is a continuation of a cooling in the Australian labour market. It's been incredibly strong, adding supply through strong population growth. And we are also expecting to see an update on inflation today from the Melbourne Institute. As far as company profits are concerned, we could see that feeder into GDP on Wednesday, the economic growth numbers. Tomorrow, of course, we have an RBA decision. The market's pricing uh, in a 40% chance that we will have a rate hike in the next couple of months. Yes. So, tomorrow, we're expecting no change from the Reserve Bank. So, that is unlikely to be a follow-up hike from November. But data continues to show a lack of spare capacity in the labour market that is supporting strong wages growth, allowing for sticky domestic price inflation. So, By February's meeting, so we have a two-month hiatus effectively from the Reserve Bank and by February, we should see with the readings on GDP on Wednesday and also on inflation at the end of January, the Reserve Bank should be in a position to ascertain whether households and businesses are reacting to tighter policy sufficiently to stop hiking rates or whether they should continue. Uh, The other thing to note today, Tom, importantly, is Origin Energy shares will be on watch. With the energy giant shareholders' vote on its takeover by Brookfield and EIG, with its largest shareholder, Australian Superplan, to reject the $9.39 cash per share proposal, the takeover is widely expected to fall short of the required votes, Tom.
1: And we're dealing with
0: a far more muscular Aussie dollar this morning,
1: which has put on about three quarters of a cent against the greenback, Ryan. That's... Uh, a testimony to those falling US interest rates which are weighing on the greenback. We've got the local currency trading at 66.75 US cents as we start a new day and a new week. We look forward to covering it off with you. Have a good day.